Welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. If you're looking for a podcast about instructional strategies enhanced by technology, you came to the right place. In our conversations, we'll talk to tech experts, share ideas, and strategies to help you build your toolbox with tools that you can use in your class immediately. Hey, so welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. We're here to talk about Canva because, as you know, it was purchased for the district. So, uh, faculty faculty and staff have access to Canva Pro and we're super excited. And if you haven't started with Canva yet, you'll be able to find it in your class link. So easily go ahead in there. It's probably filtered down to the bottom of your class link landing page and you can alter and if you're a Canva avid user, go ahead and pin it back to the top of your class link. And it's a super easy sign on. You just use your Google sign on and it'll connect with the Berkeley. And if you've already used it, that personal. So yeah. you don't lose your stuff. That was the scary thing at yes. first, like when you connected it. Like, where'd all my stuff go? You do have to toggle between the two where you can see your personal and your BCSD. And as you can tell, we're Canva nerds. Yes, um, But let's talk about the why for Canva. What are some of the benefits to using Canva? What is it? What can it do for us as um, teachers and staff of BCSD? Well, definitely there's more engagement when you're using Canva. Um, we've been playing around with it and using it a lot. Um, and we'll go through some basics of it. But we have found that there's more, you can create things that are more engaging in Canva. Just encouraging creation is super important. <laughs> Even if it's the teachers and not the students, we still have to get creative with our, with our content. Right. Well, and I like too for Canva that it looks like a professional um, mm -hmm. kind of publication, or if you're looking at how to create infographics or GIFs or websites there's so many templates and things that are in there so it takes if you're scared of creation and you mm -hmm. have never done anything in there before there is so much that you can build from already so when you start creating and producing and publishing things it looks really um professional looking and that's funny you said that because when we did our basics the canva basics class last week somebody was saying i'm not uh you know i'm not the designer type so i go right to the templates and then remove things or add things in mm -hmm. and we even saw um somebody was in the class and she was creating business cards um she worked at the yes. district office so we thought oh that's a really good idea yeah. too and they have those templates and mm -hmm. i you know i love my google stuff so i was using google drawings all the time to create things but if i don't have something in mind if like if I know exactly what I want, I might go to Google Drawings and create it there. But if I have no idea, I just have the idea, like I'll go to Canva, find a template, and then, you know, it's easy to go from there. And I ha never have an idea. So I always go to Canva first. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like that you can go there and, you know, like you said, you, you don't know about the idea. You just go to photos and start searching the topic you're trying to create something on and they have a plethora of mm -hmm. uh, photos for you to choose from or templates. So, so what if you're a, a newbie to Canva? What are some easy things to start with? Oh, so it Canva doesn't sound so newbie. scary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think one of the easiest things is you just go to the, like once you log in and you can see that there are templates. You can along mm -hmm. the top, there's a drop downs and just look at it and you can see their social media. So if you're the person that does the social media for your school and you want to make it attractive and engaging, then I might start there. Um, or there are personal options. There's business, marketing, education, education. Even if you just click on the template area where it says education, there's um, classroom kits, there's lesson plans, worksheets, certificates, bookmarks, schedules. I mean, 
there's tons of templates. You can kind of get in the weeds, which we always joke about. <laughs> we do. Like once we open Canva, we will get in the weeds. Um, so you definitely have to have a goal when you go in there. <laughs> or a time limit. Uh, yeah, like, I'm only going to work on this for 10 minutes and then move on. So starting with the templates to me. 10 minutes, right. Uh, I definitely start with the templates. Right. What about you guys? Where do you start? So I feel like uh, when I'm creating something to put in a newsletter or to share, I feel like I go, I, I start just creating in a blank space and then I can go and resize it to fit like, does it need to be like a square, you know, or does it need to be a header? So sometimes I keep that in mind, like, let me just create it first and then see how I want to size it because you can resize it. You can customize the size or they have some already set. Like, is it a Facebook post? Mm -hmm. Is it a header? Is it um, an infographic size? So they give you tons to choose from unless you have the exact measurements that you right. need. And the sizes are helpful because even if you are in Google Classroom, it might say it needs to be at least this size by this size, like pixels, or it's usually pixels. And you can um, change the size based on whatever it tells you that you need to have it. Right. And that's kind of what I do when I go in. I usually have an idea of where it's going to go out to. Mm -hmm. right. So I'll go in and just search Google form heading and it's already, the template's already there, the size is already there. And then I can go in and manipulate kind of what I need to have it um, fit the needs of the project. And I like, once I have all these different creations made, now I just go in and I make a copy of it. If I say, oh, I like the way that size looks, so I'll make a copy of it and then change everything for whatever else I'm creating. That really does help if you're looking at the marketing aspect of it, too. If you're doing a lot for your school that you have, well, I'm going to use this for social media, but then we're also going to use this for our newsletter. And then we're also going to use this for flyers that are going out. Then you can just keep resizing it. You might have a lot of copies of things. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I have to do. go back in and delete once I try to look. Does this look good? No, nope, yeah. not. Does that? You're but right. that does help with that easy duplication. <clears throat> and then you're not losing your fonts and your background and things like that. The fonts are so uh, much fun. Yeah. yeah so if are. you are a font geek, you will love it because then once you start playing, there's tons you can choose from. I mean, we'll even create visuals just for the actual, like your name. Let's say if you have your name or I put Mrs. Hubler's class, so that way I want to put it in Schoology or Google Classroom and create it in there, download it as a PNG. You can put it anywhere. Yeah. Right. I do that for if I'm working in Google Slides too mm -hmm. and they don't have a font. I was working with Priscilla on something and she's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, Canva. I made it in Canva. Just let me know what header you need or the title. So talk about getting in the weeds. Yes. Like. Yeah. And once you have one of those templates created, you can just click on the dots, make a copy of it. And then all you have to do is adjust the content. You mm -hmm. don't even have to really worry about finding the template again. You created your own template. Mm -hmm. So there are also a lot of features too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, in Canva, I think one of my favorites is uploading. You can upload videos if you have your school logo. It's an easy drag and drop and it'll upload and then you can just use it with whatever you're designing. Mm -hmm. Any other favorite? Oh, I think y'all know one of my favorites <laughs> is the Giphy, Giphy, <laughs> GIF, GIF, whatever you call it. Um, you know, you can throw it in there mm -hmm. as well to make it a little more engaging. Um, and the presentations, honestly, oh, until yeah. we created the presentation for the Canva basics, I hadn't used the presentations. And then like Kate, you mentioned those, the keyboard shortcuts, oh, yeah. the magic, the okay. fun. Tell, yeah. us, tell us about that. That's so, actually. I'm going to try to remember most of them off the top of my head. There's, if you press C at when you're in the presentation in Canva, it 
rains confetti. So that Nicole's one of her favorites. There's a drum roll and I forget what that shortcut is, but you can go in and play. There's also embedded timers from oh, yes. zero, um, one to nine minutes. So it's not a long timer, but if you just need a pause and reflect or, hey, we're wrapping up class or we're transitioning, you have a two minute timer. And then it has like a little wave to it. So the wave decreases as the timer Time goes, goes down. down. Um, there's confetti drum roll. There's a quiet, there's a blur. So if you're hiding it and you want to um, do some pre-teaching, you can unblur it when you're done and it'll kind of reveal it. So there's some hidden features that you might not know about in the presentations. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're in there, all you have to do when you're presenting, there's a little, it looks like a keyboard on the bottom. And if you mm -hmm. click that, it'll pop up all the shortcuts so that way you can see what they are. Yeah. We were yeah. playing with it as we're teaching and we we're like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're always learning something new. And speaking of learning something new, we were really digging in and some of the things like you can have folders in Canva, mm -hmm. you know, we get a little excited we, when we can organize with folders. Now they're not as pretty and color coded like the ones in Schoology, but still you can have, let's say we have all these creations for Innovation Summit, we can plop them into a folder instead of having to scroll through all of our creations. So I liked that. And sharing, um, you know, how like in Google Drive, anything that we create, or if we have Google Slides, mm -hmm. we can easily share it where other people can edit. You can also do that in Canva, where all you have to do is you can share a link, or you can share it even as a template where they make a copy of it, and then you can work on it at the same time. So mm -hmm. it has a lot of those Google features where you've got the collaborative workspace mm -hmm. for the designs. And I'm glad that you said Google, because on the bottom left, I think it's the application. Um, you can sync your Google Drive. So if you have something in there that you want to upload, you can go ahead and add it and you just sign on once and it's all there, including your folders, which is nice. It's not yeah. this abyss of your drive. And then also that allows you to download straight into your drive. So that workflow is really um, nice and smooth with saving to drive and pulling from drive. So then I'll, I'm, I'm doing it right now. So you click on more and then you find the drive icon and then it'll connect to your drive. That's awesome. Yes. Love it. You know what else I came across is you can embed videos. So they have videos created oh, or if it's one, it. right. So it's just like the other video editors you use. So when you upload it, um, whether it's your video or the one you're using of theirs, you can splice it, you can, you know, make it go as long as you want. So I thought, oh, that's great because some people in their presentation might want to throw in a little video of, you know, here's an example of how we're doing it in class or you know, whatever, but it's nice that you have the video option to That's embed nice. as well. Yeah, And there are so many videos already uploaded and music tracks. Um, just be careful word of um, <laughs> mistake made. I uploaded a video and a music track. Some of your videos have music. So just be careful <laughs> that you're not doubling your music track Double. when you're playing in the videos. Yeah. It's easy to add them too, because you just go to the elements and you can mm -hmm. see shapes and graphics and mm -hmm. videos and audio. There's even charts. Oh yeah. You so mentioned for the, the math, math teachers, science mm -hmm. teachers, you know, that use the charts and you can edit all those. You can change colors, mm -hmm. tables. There's tons of stuff in there. Yeah. So Canva has stepped it up. Just got to play. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do use Canva already, please use our social media platforms to tag us and share how you use Canva in your class. We'd love to hear from you. Or, or use the um, Anchor app and leave us a message. That'd be awesome. And we came across when we were doing the basics class, it wasn't just teachers who joined. We had people all through the district. We had nurses, we had um, food services, 
Um, <laughs> we had people in the district office. So people are using Canva to create for everything. So please feel free, share it with everybody, join the um, session and show us what you're doing. I'd love to hear from you. Can't wait to see what you create. Yes. All right. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.